What's going on, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 129 of the WorkPrints Gamescast, brought to you by WorkPrint.com. As always, I'm your host, Rob, and I'm being joined by my faithful co-host, Bilal. What's up, Bilal? I'm very happy. Life is finally not hard. Um, okay. That's a don't hey, knock, knock on wood, because yeah. okay. the moment you say that. Um, I released two major features for work over... Mm -hmm. Uh, the last two weekends uh, for mm -hmm. NFL and Big Ten. So, lost stress off my shoulders, been feeling good. Got my Nationals invite for One Piece and registration opens for that next week, uh, tomorrow. Um, okay. Wow, that's fast. Where's um, Nationals? LA. Ooh. Yeah. So, there's a bunch of us that are looking to go. And so, I'm excited to. Um, I'm organizing that on the side with them, uh, see what logistically it makes sense la tickets not that much right now so i know it's not like a major uh like comic-con-esque event because those tickets used to be like six to eight hundred dollars easy sure sure um, oh, and sorry what, what's the dates for nationals january 26th through 26 yeah, is like so the registration and yeah, 27th, 28th, yeah yeah so it's also it's like it's way after the holidays yeah and so prices are kind of normalizing because you get that um drought of people traveling <laughs> uh, around that period and so yeah it, it, it's uh it's been uh it's been good man uh we went well halloween was yesterday uh i dressed up as shanks my wife dressed up as zorro the little one was daniel tiger that we put a straw hat on him and then he that's, was daniel d tiger that's awesome that's <laughs> awesome we, we wanted him to you know have the spirit of his costume and just like get enough pictures to make it a family theme so. yeah, yeah yeah um how about you um you were at nationals were you not yeah, yeah. So it's a shame that Kevin is not on the show uh, tonight, but we were at Nationals for uh, My Hero. Um, it's funny. I, I paused there because uh, My Hero Universe is, is switching from um, MHA Spotlight, which is what the current format is, to Standard uh, starting in 2024 with the release of the not the next set, but the set after. So the first set, 2024 is going to be Yu Yu Hakusho Dark Tournament. Okay. And then it's going to be moving to standard format, which means uh, multiple IPs are, are in play, so not just MHA. And you can build decks with the multiple IPs, so it's not a, uh, there's no restriction on it the same way that, like, Weiss Schwartz has a restriction, where you can all your cards have to be from the same IP mm -hmm. uh, in your deck. Uh, you can mix and match. And Isn't so... that going to be maddening? So, like, how far back does it allow you to go? Right. So what it does is it also, once that happens and standard becomes the format, then they will rotate out cards. And so what's going to happen is that any cards that were printed or released, I should say, um, in the current year and the two years prior uh, will be legal for standard play. Um, so... And that in in this game, that means that uh, the first set of My Hero would no longer be legal. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, <coughs> excuse me. And so oh, that should help alleviate, like you said, the 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 one issue of uh, of all, just the giant card pool, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not you know the card games do this. I mean, Pokemon rotates every like year yeah know, they i mean they put out time. yeah like every two sets. three months yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they put out like eight sets a year and, and so for them it's just the 10 most recent sets right okay. uh, now the window here is actually going to play out to be something like the uh maybe uh, yeah nine or ten most recent sets i think is kind of how it works out but that also is going to include any of their challenger series that they're releasing and so one of the things they're doing is they are going to be releasing Challenger Series decks where if they have an IP that isn't enough to do a full flagship booster set, then they are going to be releasing um, essentially constructed pre-con decks that you can then take those cards and each pre-con deck comes with two characters, I believe. You can then take those cards and mix and match it with the excuse me, existing standard uh, cards. And so I know the first ones they've announced are uh, Cowboy Bebop and Trigun Stampede. I think we've talked about that before on the show. And they also announced that 
there's going to be a Godzilla minus one uh, Challenger Series deck. And actually, I believe it is this Friday on TCG Player, because uh, this Friday, I believe, is Godzilla Day. Uh, oh, yeah. If, if you spend $75 or more, you get a promo Godzilla character card for the universe's uh, card game, which is what my hero is, universes. And so, yeah, so we had Nationals. Uh, it's the biggest event they've, they've had to date. There was over 400 and it was something like 430 something or 440, somewhere around there. We'll, we'll just call it 450. Uh, people registered to play. And as far as actually showed up, well over 400 showed up. So I think there was like over 450 were registered and something like 430. I think that's what it was. 430 mm-hmm. actually showed up uh, for round one. And so I went with a group of six people. Um, and I placed the highest out of our group. Nice. I placed uh, 96th. Top and 100. Nothing, yes. to, nothing yes. to be shy I, about. Hey, listen, top, top, you know, 25, better than top 25% of mm-hmm. people that were registered. And I uh, was not playing something I would consider a meta deck. I wasn't playing a meta character. Yeah. I was, I was playing very good attacks. I was playing solid foundations, but I was not playing uh, a meta character. And so I am very happy with how I performed and, and how I played. And uh, I'm excited for the next set. I've been messing around with TTS. The next characters uh, are awesome and, and bring something new to the game. I think that moving to standard and kind of cycling out some of the set, set one staples is only going to benefit the game. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm really, really excited for the, for the future of, uh, of universes. Uh, honestly, and while we're still in the My Hero, I'm excited for the My Hero uh, cards that are coming in the next set that is coming this month yeah we're officially in november yeah uh, we and will you've got some stuff coming for now right yeah we got some stuff coming i don't know how much i'm, I'm allowed to say beforehand mm-hmm. um i will say to keep an eye out on our socials and this channel uh friday uh fingers crossed as long as everything works out the way they should and we are hopefully going to be doing some uh something fun and exciting on on that front something i'm very very excited about and I wish I could talk about it now, but the embargo is Friday. And I did clarify because it's funny. They send you, you know, the review guidelines, right? It has yeah. the embargo <laughs> and stuff like that. And so the embargo is this Friday, but it says content can be posted after November 3rd, right? So just to make sure I went to get clarification, I was like, hey, just to be clear, the embargo is like November 3rd, 12.01 a.m., right? So when you say after November 3rd, I'm good Friday to post and, and make content and stuff. And so they got back to me and they were like, yes, yes. Yeah, and it's, so, al- it's always good to clarify. Yes, 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 exactly. Especially since this is, you know, this is something... You've been uh, wanting. <laughs> yeah, that we've been wanting. And something, something newer for us to do, right, over at the mm-hmm. site. And something that we're branching into, uh, we're also going to be messing around with uh, doing a multi-stream. So we won't just be yes. here. We will hopefully also be over on YouTube. And we'll, we'll start with just those two for uh, more and uh, for now and then see how that works out and, and what we can break out and uh, maybe multi-stream to more platforms. Because now Twitch has changed the rules and we're allowed to stream on multiple platforms. Yeah. And as uh, the comment in the Twitch chat says... Ads, ads mean you guys are getting paid. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. G- yeah. Give give us those pennies because yeah. it takes months to get a paycheck. <laughs> uh, yeah, we won't get into those numbers here, but yeah, yeah. sure. Sit, watch those ads. Uh, if you have an Amazon Prime sub that isn't already used and you want to use it over here, use it over here. I'm never going to ask you to uh, pay for a sub considering that while we would love to be here, on a, a regular basis and maybe if we did get more money we'd be here on a regular basis <laughs> uh but right now we're not so i mean yeah. spend your money elsewhere you know yeah um but yeah and so nationals was awesome um we i was in dallas fort worth it was in fort worth nice. um and uh, my buddy taylor lives uh just outside of dallas and so he met up with us on saturday and then sunday morning i i had the final two rounds and then was done uh, I didn't make top cuts, obviously, at 96. And it wasn't too far off, though, honestly, as far as the win-loss record is concerned. And um, I, yeah, met up with him afterwards, went and got brunch. Uh, it was uh, unbelievable. The I, food is I, I, I ate so, so much. I was uh, so happy. Uh, uh, it was hot when we got there. 
uh like like too hot and i don't mind hot it was too hot and so <laughs> that's, no, that's it was uh, yeah it's yeah. been it's been like hearing my brother and sister talk about it in uh houston they're like yeah. it's 90 and i'm like it's 60 degrees here and it's uh and this was like this was last month and yeah. so yeah it's unbearable out there um but yeah i had a, a great time all around i don't know if i'll be traveling to the next nationals uh if it's on the west coast again because it does i mean even though the flights weren't fl no the flights were really expensive but um it's also just like i don't know man it's a lot it's draining is it you mean like ne ne next nationals like next year or is there another one yeah 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 i mean like okay. next year yeah yeah like really year. Yeah. You, you don't think you I, do it again? i don't know i don't know if i can do this every year man <laughs> i don't know if that's like i i really like this game i have fun yeah uh i i am like i think considering my level of um experience and stuff like that that i i do pretty well in these things especially playing like you know you know not not necessarily meta decks and stuff like that but i yeah i don't know this was i went because it was an experience i got to say I, i've done it once uh i mean we'll see what next year brings you know yeah um but uh i don't regret going it was a great time um and i i was super excited that i finally got to actually uh go and explore the dallas area a little bit uh, i had been to that airport twice before on my way to laredo texas uh which is not uh a, a fun place to visit but uh but yeah i actually uh in the chat we got asa talking about doing an evo trip i evo is actually one of my bucket list things and so i am down to like go to evo get sign up for like three games yeah, body like, round get body and say, pull play. <laughs> get, yeah i just i just hang out uh gamble a little bit and watch the fights on the main stage just, right just, like We'll do a vlog series of you just like <laughs> practicing for Evo and just getting eliminated round yep. one. Oh, a little foreshadowing with uh, Evo. I'm actually, there's one of the news articles we're going to be talking about that uh, kind of seems to hurt my chances of ever uh, placing at Evo. Uh, we'll oh, get to that. I, th yeah, I think we'll, I know what you're talking about. We'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. But yeah, uh, besides that, um, uh, we went trick-or-treating. My daughter was going to dress up as a colonial zombie because she had mm -hmm. this like a colonial pilgrim outfit from one of her school projects last year. Unfortunately, you know, she got out of school, was had homework to do. And by the time she was done with her homework, I was about to get ready. She was just like too tired. Uh, oh my God. To, to, to have her makeup done, to have her makeup done. Okay. And so she saw me come out in my Grogu onesie. <laughs> uh, and so she was like, I'm going to wear my Grogu onesie. And then my wife wore her Grogu onesie. And so we all went out as Grogu and we were trick-or-treating. Um, I mean, I, I love that all of you just have yeah. Grogu ones. Yeah, yeah, right. And so... I mean, uh, like, at, at what height does he become Yoda? <laughs> when it comes well, to I, I don't know if it's a height thing or if it's an age thing, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I, I'm definitely closer to Yoda than I am Grogu. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a blast. You know, I love I love Halloween. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was a great time. Enough about that. Let's... We, this is going to be a, a quick podcast this week. We're not going to drone on and on and on like we normally do. Uh, we're going to get in and out. <laughs> and uh, we're going to start us off with what we've been playing. Uh, Bilal, I'm going to go first because I've only got one game of note that I've been playing. And okay. that is Alan Wake 2. Have you picked up Alan Wake 2 yet? I have not because I never okay. finished Alan Wake 1 because of League of Legends. Okay. Well, first off, that's a travesty. Alan Wake One is one of my favorite survival horror games of all time. Like what? I, I absolutely adored Alan Wake One. It's funny. Our, our mutual friend Matt uh, will tell you that, like, when we were in law school, all I did was was tell him how much he needs to play that game <laughs> and sing that game's praises and stuff. How um, uh, does two require you to play one, or is it better to oof. do so? An American I, Nightmare, because I need to know right. like what I need time-wise what I'm in investing here. I would say you don't need to play the first Alan Wake. Okay. Uh, as somebody who hasn't played it in what 13 years, right? Jesus. Uh, I I did not. I remembered like bits and 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 pieces of um, the story and what was going on. Uh, you don't have to know anything, yeah. honestly. Uh, it's one of those things where like. 
they they kind of they talk about the past in a way that kind of catches you up as you as you're playing and okay. also one of the things that, that remedy did that's really smart is that they they introduce a new character a new playable character and so um this game you 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 get to play as two different characters one of them being alan wake and the other one being uh saga anderson and she is an fbi agent and so um considering that half the story is her story right and she's a new character that it's a it's a fresh jumping on point i i will say that this is very much a survival horror game but what this game does differently than other ones is that it feels like i'm playing two games mixed into one okay. right where saga anderson is very much a detective story it's a very uh explore the crime scene go find clues solve puzzles right and um and with some combat mixed in and then the Alan Wake portions are very much like harder on the the horror elements, right? And there's much more combat involved in that. And you're there isn't a you're not uh, solving a crime, right? You're not looking for clues. There, yeah. hmm. I I see the problem is because I knew I was gonna play this game, I kind of avoided trailers and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know what's been talked about and what hasn't, and so I don't want to get into spoilers. But there's a very unique gameplay mechanic. There's a gameplay mechanic that is unique to when you're playing as Alan Wake. Um, that is 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 awesome. Now the, the game does have some puzzle solving stuff like that, but it is at the end of the day, it is a fairly linear game. And one of the things it does is that once you've gone through kind of the linear portion of each chapter, it uh, opens up the area for you to go and explore, find more uh, collectibles and, and upgrades and stuff like that. And I, man, this year has been a great year for games. Um, this is another one of those games that... Uh, understatement of the year. <laughs> yeah, this is another one of those games that when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about playing it. Yeah. I cannot wait to go sit back down and, and play it some more. It, it's releasing at the perfect time, it being, you know, the Halloween season, the spooky season. I am... There have been legitimate... I've legitimately gotten scared playing this game, right? Like, I have jumped and dropped my controller. <laughs> playing this <laughs> okay. game and that's, 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 all, that's another one of my questions yeah and i i love that right i, I mean yeah. don't get me wrong i loved uh resident evil uh for the remake right yeah uh that game is is you know was the start of that franchise going more towards action and, and a little leaning a little bit less on the horror and stuff like that uh this game is significantly scarier and ten, more tense than than that game um it is not quite as tense as say like dead spaces where that's okay. just like you know an isolation factor and like con constant atmospheric and stuff like that um but nevertheless it it's good for some scares and i actually had some like messed up nightmares <laughs> after <laughs> uh playing this game and so i i i'm i'm loving it man it is Absolutely hitting the spot. All the the reviews that you've seen out there and all the high praises it has gotten, and people talking about this being Remedy's best game to date, which is insane when you sit and think about that they just released Control, Control uh, yeah. a handful of years ago, and that game is unbelievable. And right now, yeah, this is so far like the best game they've they've released to date. It and is. And I think that's fantastic. what shocked me the most coming off of. Um the oh, the reviews dropping it was just like i was reading it and like the scores were so high they're like they've like really outdone themselves i'm like oh like they but they just did control <laughs> like, like they've been working all this time and they, they actually nailed the sequel of it's it's kind of like yeah it's kind of insane you do not see a, a sequel released to a game 12 13 years later right and and it land like this yeah where and i i will say that I'm playing on Xbox Series X. As far as consoles is concerned, my understanding is that it's the one that performs the best. Okay. Um, I did have some of the audio uh, bugs that, that people had mentioned play, uh, uh, early on. There was an update recently, and it seems like that has fixed almost all of them for me. But uh, I, yeah, I, I am like, man, I cannot wait until more people play this and I can talk to people about it. It's Not only is it a game that, like, I 
think about playing when I'm not playing it and, and just want to sit there and just, and, and, and finish it and blitz through. But it's yeah. also a game that I want to talk to people about. Um, and I, you know, this year has been amazing. It's been like a series of, of games back to back to back where I've been like, yeah, I, you know, I finished Liza P and all I want is somebody else to beat Liza P so I can talk to them about Liza P. Jeez. And now it's the same thing with Alan Wake, uh, too, is that I, I want somebody to be playing it so that I can, uh, talk to them about it as i'm going through or even once i am finished to talk to them about it afterwards um, it was a terrible year to take off from video games and get into other things. <laughs> yeah no i'm um i it, yes i 100 percent agree it's funny like i i basically have to say all right no card stuff i need to focus on this you know take a little break from that and then uh and uh and just hunker down and get through these games because while this is the only game I've mentioned, it's not the only game I have in my possession and I would love to be playing this game as well. And I'm going to be playing it right after. And that is Spider-Man two, which Ooh. I know that you have been playing. Yeah. I've put about six to eight hours into this bad boy. I'm near. Mm -hmm. And this was like, this was the weekend of release. Like I've got a good amount of time to sit down with yeah. it and continue past that intro. And like c cinematically, the game looks amazing. Playing this on fidelity, um, the storytelling, how they're weaving the characters in and out. Like Insomniac really has nailed down mm -hmm. that formula. I think my one criticism about Spider-Man Two is while the gameplay and, and like the fighting, it uh, uh, gameplay in terms of combat, while that has been, it. it, it I wouldn't say it's revolutionary. It, it, it's fluid. It's a lot. It looks a lot cooler. Um, yeah, it's refined. It, it's refined. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, I don't know. As I was playing it, a part of me was like, I kind of wish like I had like VR gauntlets and I could just actively do it. You know, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I like yeah. I was like I, I want to be a little bit more in, immersed in video games. Maybe this is just old age at this point, or maybe it's just been playing. Uh, a ton of combat like this. Uh, I mean, that said, the combat is still fantastic. It's great. It looks good. It, um, I'm excited to get to the next story beats, though. Sometimes I do feel like maybe Insomniac just wanted to make a movie or, or a Spider-Man series. like mm -hmm. uh, Because some of the cutscenes and uh, dialogue moments can go on really long, but it does add to the characters in the world. Um, it, 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 is, it is incredible. And I, I know I said this last week, um, that it w was like a showcase for the PS5. It truly is just like going from like one section of the city to the other, how fast you can move around. Uh, it's absolutely insane. Uh, very good quality of life improvements uh, across the board. And just switching back and forth between the characters, um, how they interact with the community. Like I did a, I did a whole bunch of like side quests for Miles at his school, <laughs> like at uh, the Brooklyn Vision Academy, yeah. um, which... Minor, minor spoiler, not for the story, but just for like the reward. Like you do all that, and, and they reward you with, uh, they reward the, the Brooklyn Spider-Man uh, with a uh, suit, but it has the Puerto Rican flag on it, and it's just like, how do they know? Like, like why, why that flag? And so, oh. uh, it's it's like they don't know. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, right. Like yeah, he's so gifted with the Puerto Rican flag, meaning they would have to know that he is half Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, meaning exactly. that they would know his identity. That's pretty funny. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're being real nitpicky, but yeah, but yeah, it's it, it just one of those silly things. It's just like, yeah, how does that work? It's cool. Yeah. I like I I yeah. rocked it for a bit. Um, yeah. I will say. Uh, speaking of the suits, they had this really cool thing where like as you unlock them, you could unlock different styles to them. Uh -huh. So um, it gives you a bit more flair for like how you might want that costume to look um, if you particularly like that style. Mm. Um, I mean, the big moments in this in this game, like the set pieces, Insomniac nailing it every I mean, single time. I, this uh, is I, this is why I'm yeah. excited to play this game. I, I've yeah. talked about it before. Insomniac is definitely my favorite first party Sony studio, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I I think that they understand the hardware better than any other studio out there. They understand, like you said, we, you and I, we play a lot of games. Yeah. Right. We have played some form of this combat numerous times. Okay. But for it to be like the fact that you, you stated and everybody talks about how this is like 
yeah, this combat has been done, but this is the best this combat has ever been. Like for me, that's enough, you know. Yeah. Um, as long as everything that you've mentioned that you've you've liked, whether it be story beats and set pieces, like as long as all that stuff is done well, then I'm in, right? Yeah. Um, because yeah. again, it has to it has to play well, right? That's mm -hmm. the other thing, you know. I give Naughty Dog a hard time because I don't find their shooting to be very satisfying. And while I love everything else about the game, the actual moment to moment gunplay, uh, I'm not a huge fan of, right? That yeah. tracks for, for me. Whereas Insomniac, to date, I, I, they have been as close to a flawless game. Um, even if they haven't been mind blowing, um, they have been as close to flawless games as as can be um, in this generation so far. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta say, like, even though I'm being like a little bit nitpicky here, yeah. um, that. The last time I played it, I think I was playing till three in the morning on a work night. And it was just, it's just, uh, my wife's like, in the next world, my wife's like, what time are you coming to bed? And I was like, a regret o'clock, you know, uh, just uh, regret o'clock. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, but it was worth it. Uh, I just, and yeah, now with the, a lot of the work stuff out of the way and just, just needed to sit down and continue playing it. I know yeah. things should get more exciting after act one finishes so mm -hmm. re really curious to see where that all goes um all right. and then s releasing that same day that spider-man did was super mario wonder mm -hmm. um i always have one issue with mario games and that's they always start off so easy and so basic yeah um for like the first world or two but and yeah this one does it for world one but it mm -hmm. by the time i got to world two uh i ran through that and finished I got every wonder seed and I got this little notification that says, Hey, you've collected all the wonder seeds in this world. Here's like an extra hundred like flower tokens or whatever that currency is called. And I was yeah. like, wait, I did all the levels in world one and I never got that notification. And so I go back and I'm uh, like, I pull up a guide cause I don't have time to explore. Uh, yeah. and I'm like, what did I miss here? And I'm looking at it and I am shocked at the level of detail and uh, how much is hidden in some of these levels to get like to the secret e exit. Um, this game really is a wonder. Uh, like the title says, I hate to say it, but yeah. it is. It is it is a ton of fun to play. Um, and the, the level design, the, the, the secrets, trying to get the flowers or find all the wonder seeds there is, it, 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 it's been a ton of fun. I've sat down and like completed entire worlds in one sitting or um i've finished the first four of six worlds uh at this point and it, it's it's been fantastic there's a secret world as well like kind of think of like the star worlds in super mario world yeah uh, um i was i've always been iffy on like the over like the the map where like you just get out of free roam uh, between level to level, but they've hidden some nice, uh, fun stuff throughout it, and how you can like find more levels or like secrets. Yeah, um, I had I heard uh, anecdotally on one of the podcasts I listened to where they said that this feels like a follow up to Super Mario World. It really right? does. Yeah, a hundred percent does. Um, the new powers as well, great. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I wish, I, I kind of wish they brought more of those like the, the P switches back. Um, <laughs> yeah. from Super Mario World, I really, I don't know. There's something about those uh, that I really enjoyed, uh, mm -hmm. and then I also want more. I don't know why every Mario game doesn't have like ghost levels. I want more ghost levels. Those ghost okay. levels are the best. I was with you until that point. Ghost you levels like are. The... I hate the they ghost levels. They are so good. No, They're ghost so good. ghost levels and water levels can just get. Well, um, water. There's a water. So one of the things you do get in this game are badges uh, mm -hmm. that can help like modify your uh, gameplay style. And there's one for swimming um, okay. that allows you to swim really fast. And it was a freaking godsend. Yeah. Uh, for uh, for all those water levels, and they did actually done a really good job with the water levels in this one. I'm normally not a big fan, yeah. uh, but this and Wonder they're great. I um, am super excited to play this game. Actually, the I, problem is is that I mean, as somebody who loves 2D platformers. And mm -hmm. is like my favorite Mario game of all time is Mario World, right? Yeah. I, I hold that as as the peak. And I, but my problem is that one, I, I've got a million games I'm playing right now, and two, I want to play this game with Aria, 
And we are currently, I didn't talk about it, but we're currently working our way through uh, Disney's Illusion Island. Okay. And oh, so, how is that? Uh, it is insane how, like, cool that game looks. Like, the art style of that game is insane. Uh, it is so, so good. Uh, it is very much a, like, it is a Metroidvania uh, without any combat, right? So it's just platforming, okay. really. Um, it has been not the most difficult for me, but the right level difficult for her. Okay. And so, yeah, we're having a good time. Uh, we're not too, I know it's not the longest game, but we're, yeah. we've only played like an hour of it so far and stuff. Okay. Um, but I really, really love the art design of the game. Yeah. I will say oh, the first time I did play Wonder, it <laughs> was with Angie, Ergen, and Emily had myself. So there was four of us on screen. Yeah. Um, they're not, I don't think 2D Mario games are designed with four people in mind. Because it's <laughs> yeah, like, first... like, like, it's only designed with four people in mind if everyone's skill level is the same. Yes, uh, right. And if it's not, then you just have people complaining about being dragged off screen. And I'm just like, well, keep up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, luckily, are you what are you doing back there? <laughs> luckily, my daughter has kind of gotten used to that. So it's not yeah. as big of a problem uh, for us. And yeah. so. it's uh, But, you know, they, ha they have characters like Yoshi and Nabbit, which mm -hmm. um, they don't die or they can bounce once or something in the pay yeah, I, I, I don't think i believe they don't die but they yeah. don't get power-ups either um, okay so that's like the trade-off there so yeah. if you want to be like an elephant yoshi you can't sadly um mm. but yeah no if you got kids to play with the adoption is there yeah yeah otherwise uh, um great time there this okay. last one though this last game i've played i honestly thought you would have on your list uh so i'm a little bit shocked See, see it not there because this is like 100% a Rob game and that game is Party Animals I I've played Party Animals Party Animals is awesome <laughs> okay you have played I have played yeah yeah it's just one of those things where like I uh, I haven't played it in the past like week right and mm -hmm. so and the other thing is I've been sick for the last week that's why I didn't do the podcast last week is you know I had a bit of a cold and uh and yeah so i i party animals is awesome i completely forgot uh, about that, that that was a recent fairly recent release uh who'd you play with uh, so all the one piece guys from our like the nurturers area we have a discord and yeah. so one of the guys created a gaming channel and then he's like he's like let's play party animals and i was like it's like fine i was like if i'm gonna like i got nothing else to do tonight so let me just do this if everyone's doing it i yeah. jumped in thinking i'd do like a round or two and it was just hysterical laughter and tears yep. of like joy yep. the entire night yeah uh, like whether it was with like ma matchmaking in a group of like three or four or just like yep. playing amongst ourselves in customs oh man it was it's just like it's uh, what's the best way to, it's like gang beast meets, meets random adjunct things <laughs> no meets uh banana bandits if you've ever yes. played banana bandits or, or, or yes. rubber bandits rubber bandits yeah rubber sorry bandits, rubber yeah. bandits yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh where yeah it's it's gang beast uh, the objectives are do do change, uh, so it's not always just like getting to ringing them out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and being the last man standing. There's teams. Um, you can play it in teams. There's also items that are dropped that you can pick up and use. But the controls are very much gang piece. As you stated, uh, it, it's a fairly simple game. Anybody can pick up, play, yeah. learn quick. Um, but yeah, we're like laughing and yelling at each other, and like I it's was. it's it's a lot of fun. The amount of times I would sprint and just like try punching and just hitting my own teammate, or or jumping uh, and drop kicking somebody, oh, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, the the football one is freaking hilarious. Just because it's like everyone whoever grabs the ball is trying to sprint up the hill, but your sprint will, meter will like die out near the top, mm -hmm. and it's just like just trying to grab someone and, and just stop them from getting the ball, or just like messing with them so they can't move. I would carry somebody all the way back to their goal. So uh, it'd be one less person for them to worry about. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a great party game. If your friends have Game Pass, definitely check it out. It's yeah. a great time. Yeah, that's, uh, well, yeah we should mention it's on Game Pass. Uh, that's where I played it. Yeah, it's Game a Pass lot of fun. on console and then cloud. It's not on PC Game Pass. Gotcha. So yeah. Um, I, yeah, but I played on cloud since I was sitting on the PC that day mm -hmm. and it played more than fine that's awesome all right that wraps up what we've been playing let's go ahead and get into the news uh kicking it off you know 
this this show is very much video games. It's 80% video games and 20% uh, trading card games now. That's just the reality of what's happened. And this first story, Disney Lorcana details next steps as booster box boxes soar 260% over original price. Um, you know, I, I put a pre-order in mm -hmm. uh, for a booster box at one of the local shops. Uh, the shop finally got approved to be like one of the organized play stores. Yeah, well, I still have. They still never got product in for the box, and so it's just like a part of me is like, I don't know if I want to play this game anymore mm -hmm. because I really only have time for one. But yeah. do I keep like do I move that to a one piece OPO five box, or do I just get this Lorcana box whenever it comes in and just stash it away? And then in 50 years, when I'm yep. like, my Medicare I, bills are so high. <laughs> I, I think you do that is what I think yeah. you do. Um, so, yeah. Uh, publisher Robinsberger said on X, I, it's so weird. I'm just not I, used to it. Uh, they detailed, they said, the October booster pack restock will begin to roll out at local game stores in North America starting next week. Um, and then it added that a full reprint of the of the launch set of cards is on target to ship by the middle of November. And that the second set of Disney Lorcana titled Rise of the Floorborn is also expected in November. We hope that this reprint quantity will make the game more readily available. Our goal is for fans to have no difficulty finding product to get started. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as big box retailers are concerned, they haven't had any restocks on this in, in the past like month or so. Yeah. And so um, this is great news. Uh, obviously, see, and here's the thing. I'm somebody who wants, who plays the game and wants to play the game, so I want the cards to play the game. Yeah. Uh, and so having plenty of product out there is nothing but good news to me. I understand there are some collectors out there that don't love the idea of the reprints, and, and especially since it doesn't seem like they're going to distinguish between uh, first set and reprints. And so, but yeah, no, getting more... Uh, product out there um, is super exciting. They also, in the same thread, uh, stated that we want to announce that starting in quarter two of 2024, we will have both official fan events and an official competitive circuit uh, so that fans to share their love of Disney Larkana, even if they may not necessarily play the game. So what they're talking about is having, you have to imagine uh, they would be competitive events, but also have like every trading card company i think talks about doing something like this but making the whole thing like an event like a mini convention essentially you know and so uh i i think that's that's super super exciting i'm excited for official play i don't know if, this this game is like my not competitive game at all i literally went and got cheated by an eight-year-old at my local <laughs> card store the, the last time i went and played it was just like yeah sure fine whatever you know if like, it makes you smile yeah yeah right you know um whatever you want kid oh you don't like people touching your cards oh you 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 want to cut yourself oh you're gonna take one card off the top put it at the bottom <laughs> no problem bud like we're it's fine um uh. But yeah, no, this is this is this is great news, you know, and it's funny because I'm I'm used to my hero where for the most part, like product is readily available uh, as I, you know, for me, if I can go and look on online retailers and stuff like that, I will say that our store gets a pretty heavy allotment of uh, my hero stuff and we do sell out in the first like month or two really? uh, of product. Uh, yeah, uh, we we hold a lot of events um because we have new players and stuff like that and try to help them get cards and we do sealed events and stuff like that and yeah our player base is is for this game is is one of the healthier player bases um but yeah no that's 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 great and like i said i'm used to that game where like finding products not so much an issue so this lorcana has been a little bit frustrating um oh, yeah. that being said i still have a, a booster pack worth of sleeved packs for my birthday that i still haven't opened um I'm just waiting for you know my my brother to come visit. That, so that's the retirement fund. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't open them. That's retirement right there. All right, on to video game news. Ubisoft is shuttering online services for ten games. Um, a Ubisoft representative wrote on the company website that decommissioning the online services for older games is something we do not take lightly. However, it is also a necessity as the technology behind these services becomes outdated. 
The full list of games are Assassin's Creed 2 on Xbox 360, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood on Mac, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD on PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, Assassin's Creed Revelations on Windows PC, Ghost Recon Future Soldier on PC, Heroes of Might and Magic 6 on PC, NCSI on PC, Splinter Cell's Conviction on Xbox 360, RUSE on Windows PC, and Trials Evolution on Windows PC. Splinter Cell I, Conviction is the only one that upsets me. The rest yeah. are just like, the rest are like, eh, whatever. Half those are Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, I I understand people having like uh, having it's, this like, oh, what about game preservation and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I I I've been on this podcast and said old games are old. I don't really go back and 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 play old games. Just there's so many new amazing games to to play. Um, and I, yeah, this is, this is un- the unfortunate reality of modern day video games, right? I mean, yeah. if it requires an online server at some point, those servers are going to sh- get shut down. Yeah. For conviction that it had a, like a co-op, um, story campaign, like yeah. that was separate from the main story campaign. And so yeah. my buddy Will and I played through that and that's, that's honestly like one of my top five gaming memories, just that entire experience. <laughs> um, all right, next bit of news. I alluded to this earlier in the podcast. Microsoft is killing compatibility for unauthorized Xbox accessories. So you're using unauthorized Xbox accessories, Rob? You, I, ha- you hacking? I, you a cheater? So this is a this is an interesting thing. I think technically I am using an uh, unauthorized <clears throat> accessory, um, and that is the FBI. <laughs> the, the 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 snack box that I use for fighting games on my Xbox. <coughs> now, there is something to note in this. Let's let's get through the story. We'll talk about it. Um, as reported, uh, so yeah, after a recent Xbox system update, Xbox users with unofficial accessories began reporting a new error message, uh, stating that using unauthorized accessories compromises uh, your gaming experience. The error message reads. Uh, Microsoft spokesperson stated that this means that one of the accessories you're trying to connect was not manufactured by Microsoft or another licensed Xbox hardware partner. From the moment you connect an unauthorized accessory and receive error code, whatever, you'll have two weeks to use the accessory, after which time it will then be blocked from use with the console. At that time, you'll receive error code, whatever, and we encourage you to contact the store or manufacturer where you obtain the accessory to get help with returning it. Now, um. Mm-mm-mm. So Brook Gaming. Yes. So Brook, uh, Brook Gaming posted on X and said that users may encounter functional disruptions in the near future with their products when used on Xbox consoles running the latest firmware. Uh, they specialize in making converters that allow you to use a wide range of controllers with various platforms. Now, this is a big deal for. This is the biggest deal, actually, with uh, fighting game players and stuff like that, because they use these converters to use their favorite fight sticks on different platforms. Um, you don't want to buy the same fight sticks for multiple yes. consoles or you know PC specific or PlayStation to Xbox. You just want one. Um, now the product I use is a the snack box, and so. Um, yeah, I use Snackbox, which is not an official Microsoft product, um, as my fighting controller of choice. And so, this I I haven't since the latest update. I haven't used it or plugged it in, but I'm curious to see if I will get this error message. Now, Microsoft or Xbox did say that they are going to be working with more. Um, that they're on the verge of opening up a new approval process for accessories from third parties. And uh, and that really this is just a way to try to combat any exploits that could be used with things like a Cronus, right? Um, which I think is the most infamous third-party accessory or unlicensed adapter. Um, this isn't uh, exclusive to Microsoft. PlayStation already has a kind of like policy against unauthorized uh, third-party accessories as well is my understanding and so um i am curious to see if like 
you know, junk food will go out and actually get an official license from Microsoft or get permission. And if those will become uh, legal and standard, especially considering that Microsoft is going to be doing that update for Killer Instinct. And as far as Phil Spencer is concerned, does have ambitions of, you know, um, updating and bringing that franchise back and, and getting more fighting games on the platform, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I am curious to see how this ends up, honestly. Um, but it is a bummer nonetheless. And uh, I'd be really upset if in like two weeks I cannot use my Snackbox. Yeah, that it just feels a bit weird. I feel like there should be a heads up given for these companies to get their products approved. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, it feels super heavy-handed. Uh, again, it is one of those things where, like, I, like I said, I haven't plugged mine in yet. I, I don't know if I'm if, I've, if I'm going to get that error message. I don't know if it applies to everything or just yeah. some things. And if it is targeting, like, adapters more than it is, you know, or, or you know, clearly modified. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I, it does feel heavy-handed. I understand. It's twofold, right? One, anytime someone is using a device that allows them to cheat in a console game or in any game in general, yeah. it, it ruins the gameplay experiences for everybody else and, and ends up impacting the community of that game, right? I get that. Also, come on. I mean, Microsoft's a company. They want a piece of the pie and they they want to make sure they hand their hands on everything. They can talk about wanting to make sure that the... And, and, it, and there's truth to it that the security of the system and the experience of the player base is um, being taken care of. But yeah, I mean, also they want a piece of everything, right? And so um, it is kind of a bummer. It's not totally surprising. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see how this pans out. And if we are just going to see like more and more of these... Um, manufacturers just being like yeah we, we talked to microsoft and now it's licensed right um i also know that microsoft tends to be a little bit weird about wireless accessories and licensing out because they don't want to give access to their wireless protocol uh it's weird but Why? they tend they tend <laughs> to be more open with uh wired accessories and so i don't know we'll see how this all plays out Definitely. uh all right next news one, it, i snuck one in there no, no, this is probably the, the, I think this is the biggest news of the past week or so. And that is uh, Destiny 2 developer Bungie lays off oh, dozens. no, no, no. I meant there's What's one that? more Xbox one I snuck in. Oh, is there? Oh, okay. It's one of our favorite oh, ones we haven't yes. done in a while. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Let's do this real quick. Yeah. Because uh, this is also kind of nuts. Uh, coming soon at Xbox Game Pass. Uh, we have Headbangers Rhythm Royale, which is available now with uh, Game Pass. Uh, Jusant available now with game pass and war tales um i love rhythm games i'm excited about headbangers rhythm royale and giving that a try again i just had to get through some of these games coming soon uh releasing tomorrow is thirsty suitors I'm excited uh, for that. football manager 2024 is coming to pc on november 6th uh it's and coming console. to oh and console on november 6th uh dungeons 4 coming november 9th like a dragon gaiden the Man Who Erases Name is coming November 9th, day one on Xbox Game Pass. I was supposed to play through all the Yakuza games before this game came uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I have not put any single hours into uh, Yakuza games. Wild Hearts is now coming to EA Play and is available for uh, PC Game Pass and Ultimate members on November 9th. That is their take on Monster Hunter. I'm excited because... Um, Wasn't this free to play or was this actually... No, this was, this was actually a paid game. Yep. Okay. Uh, Spirit Tea is coming November 13th, and Coral Island is coming November 14th. Um, leaving November 15th, Coffee Talk, Exapunks, Ghost Song, Gungrave Gore, Football Manager 2023, uh, Lappin, and Townscaper. This Not is Football Manager 2023. What am I supposed to play instead? <laughs> 2024, man. That's why they're bringing it. Uh, no, this is another great month. I mean, between yeah. just headbang for me, right? Headbangers, um, uh, Thirsty Suitors, and uh, Like a Dragon, Gaiden, and Wild Hearts. Like, those four alone are are in an absolute banger of a month. And the Jusant so, also reviewed really well. Really well, well. yeah. I just, it's like a three and a half, four hour experience, too. Okay, so, so all right, I'm in. Now I'm yeah. in. You said the, the magic phrase. It's, it's from Don't Nod. It's from Don't Nod. Oh, oh, 
That's right. Oh my god. Yes. That's, I was. I was like, you, you like talked right over it, and I was like, okay, maybe he said. You know, because it's it's just sometimes we get some of these like, some of the titles yeah. of these games are they kind of blend together, and yeah, this is the one that's like that cell shaded, uh, like uh, and it's like Climbing a mountain climber, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, no, I am excited for this. Yeah, so there you go, five games out of that that whole list that I'm 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 hyped and excited for. Um. The reality is I will probably play Three two of them, of them <laughs> and then I'll play and beat two of them and put some time into a third one, maybe. Yeah. Um, this is the year you become a football manager, addict. Uh, I doubt it. All right, <laughs> back to the story. Destiny 2 developer Bungie lays off dozens of scope. Um, they, uh, Bungie did not clarify the scope of the layoffs. Uh, dozens of excellent Bungie employees have since posted on social media platforms to share the news that they were impacted by the layoffs. Uh, today is a sad day at Bungie as we say goodbye to colleagues who have all made a significant impact on our studio. Um, Bungie CEO Pete Parsons wrote, what these exceptional individuals have contributed to our games and Bungie culture has been enormous and will continue to be a part of Bungie long into the future. Um, one of the other things, I don't know if it's in this story, but there's also reports that... Um, marathon and the next yes. expansion for bungie uh for bungie for destiny 2 have been delayed uh because of these layoffs yeah bloomberg has that one also i could pull it up aside but uh essentially i believe the final shape which is the final expansion for mm-hmm. uh destiny 2 has been pushed to june i want to say and marathon is now 2025 and that's their like game games of service uh one reason Bungie does cite for the layoffs is, is missing the lack your, of players. Well, not, not any lack of players. They also missed their revenue targets by forty five percent. Yeah, uh, I saw. Yeah, I saw that one of the things they said. Yeah. Yes, they missed their revenue targets, and that they're in a declining player base is is what's uh, causing the layoffs. I mean, they're. I I I haven't gone back after playing. Um, what was this last one? Whatever their last expansion was, like I did, I did the main campaign. I Be- Beyond Light? No, it was uh, it was like the neon one. What was it called? Yeah, I kind of I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just like such a disappointing campaign. Uh, I remember complaining about how poorly done the story was there, and they're like, we're gonna work on this through uh through all the DLC seasons and Lightfall. It's just like Lightfall, yeah. It's yeah. just it's like I don't I don't care about I want to get it all up front and then do do your exciting stuff later <laughs> uh for whatever seasonal content you want to do just give me a proper story and it's like if we're not getting that then wh- why are why is the player base going to stick around yeah I mean at this point like this is supposed to be a setup for your final season um or final um expansion it's just it's been disappointing like sure the gameplay might be great uh and the game be in a better spot but i don't know i think I'll, over the years especially after well, what was that really good expansion forsaken like since forsaken yeah. it's just been like up down up down up down um constantly and they should uh, they should have just done even if they had to just take a year off combined um what did we say this expansion this previous expansion was lightfall lightfall, on, lightfall. Light, like light, lightfall and final shape should have just been like one massive expansion and just go out with a bang now it's just i, I don't know I'll, I'll play i'll play final shape when it comes out but don't expect mm-hmm. me to pre-order it um ahead of time for no reason <laughs> i i i'm 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 more bummed out about marathon i'm excited to see the next thing from bungie i am just like at some point i'm going to go back and, and finish the stuff i have purchase for destiny 2 um it's it's a great time when you do it like when you have friends to sit there and play with it it, it, i mean i i love destiny 2 it's honestly one of my favorite games but yeah i i don't know like it's not something i find myself wanting to jump into honestly it's also like yeah they're missing their revenue targets by 45 percent because look at the killer lineups we had this year yes like right Des- destiny was there to be like that's the game i go back to and there's nothing to play in between releases but when you have so many good releases like every week yeah uh, this right. year it's uh, where why am i gonna go back to destiny 2 when i when that content's sitting there waiting for me that um, being said it is a bummer to see these layoffs oh, especially yeah, 100%. especially considering that like they were just bought what was it a year ago 
yeah, by but, Sony, yeah. and you would hope that that kind of like financial security would mean that uh, this kind of stuff wouldn't happen, at least not at this scale. And so, um, yeah, no, it's it's definitely a bummer, and uh, I uh, I'm excited to see what comes up next, and I hope you know whoever got laid off and affected by this it gets back on their feet soon and, and finds work elsewhere. I think there are still layoffs happening as of this morning from tweets I've uh, seen going around. It's just been, it's brutal. Just, yeah. just see, seeing stuff like this. I, I mean, this entire year, it's just been layoffs and layoffs up, uh, in this industry. And mm-hmm. I don't blame people for wanting to leave it. It's, yeah, also, like, it's also like crazy because revenue is up an insane amount this year. And yeah. you see all these these amazing games that are getting high critical reception being released, um, and yet this is probably the most brutal year we've had for layoffs, ever. Yeah, and I mean, so. like a Lantern Lee in the in the um, comments on Twitch said mm-hmm. they even fired a music composer, and the music is like literally always amazing in Destiny. Yeah. No matter, like I can complain about anything, but the music is always solid. Yeah, and it's just, no, agreed. Why? Why would you fire him? All right, moving on. Next bit of news. Grand Turismo 7 update adds four-player split-screen mode. That's um, weird nowadays. Like, I, I, yeah. That, yep. That's cool to yep. see. Hey, it's cool that they did it. Does not impact me at all. <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah. I can't get three other people to play any racing game with me, let alone three other people in the same house. And so... Nobody I wants to come. When you become an adult, nobody wants to come over and play video games anymore. It's really sad. I just want yeah, to, yeah. Come play couch co-op. Come on. Board a board game takes the takes the yeah the place of that. Is. Yep. All right. Moving on to our last story. Mario Kart 8's final update is a treat for Wii and Rosalina fans. Um, it Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is finally getting its last major expansion on November 9th. Nintendo dropped a video on its YouTube channel, uh, which were the contents of Booster Course Pass Wave Six. Alongside the eight courses are eight new <coughs> playable racers, including Birdo, Diddy, and Funky Kong, Pichat, and Pauline. Oh, wow. That's a good, healthy cast. Yep. Um, is this game still stuck on the Switch and its online service? It is. So I won't be playing it. Thanks. Listen, the local, the local for this game is really good. And you, you know got what? kids. You know what I've been playing and I highly recommend? I didn't talk about it. Uh, is Disney Speedstorm actually a lot of fun uh it is very much a free-to-play gotcha game though so uh be careful but it is on console and it's a lot of fun i've been really enjoying it and so and i get to talk to my friends in an actual party chat without any extra accessory or my cell phone and that wraps up the news for this week (laughs) and ends this podcast it wouldn't uh, be a podcast without rob shitting on nintendo switch offline <laughs> it just drives me nuts i i <laughs> if i didn't love that company and their games i just wouldn't care i wouldn't be bothered you know but i like i'm at the point where unless they reveal the next hardware and they talk about how uh, they've updated the online network and modernized it i am just not going to get it at lunch whatever i'll just wait for like a sale with a bundle and get it when there's like four mario games and and zelda games that i care about that release on it because i just can't i can't keep doing this every generation you know i just can't and so i i i want them to change for the better because i love them yeah i do all right blog why don't you let people know where they can follow you where they can follow the site so, so uh, a little bit of housekeeping stuff. Uh, November is a weirdly busy month. Uh, and so I think we'll have a podcast next week. But then likely won't be back. Uh, if you want to record the 22nd, we can record the 22nd. Um, that's Thanksgiving week. But if not, then we won't be back till December 6th. Uh I'm on vacation uh, the week of the 15th, and then I'm in the UK after Thanksgiving for work. So just putting that out there. Uh, Yeah, basically, I come back from the UK, I land, and then I have to drive to Philly to go to PAX Unplugged. 
Um, same day. Oh my god, why did I do this? You're a madman. That that's that's gonna be fun. Um Alright, uh there's that. Uh quick shout out to Christian Angelus who's been with the site and literally running it for quite a couple of years, uh, alongside me. Uh he is moving on to greener pastures and he and one of uh you know, very thankful for all the work he's put into the site. Uh, he's expanding what he's doing. And one of those things is a Kickstarter. Um, he has teamed up with Mark McKenna. And they're doing the Tomb of Balbarith V2. Where him and Jad Kato, who is also part of the site, both have stories uh, um, as part of uh, this issue. Uh, so it's on Kickstarter. Uh, give it a look-see. Uh, it's called the Tomb of Balbarith V2. And there's 15 days left to kickstart, and they're well over 50% of their way there. So really would love to see that uh, come to a close. I know Christian, uh, there's also an interview on the site uh, that Josh did with Christian uh, uh, about the comic and about the work they've done and the story that Christian has written. So uh, definitely give that a look-see. We also have a ton of content from New York Comic Con. Um, that has gone live since we did a Five Nights at Freddy's review, uh, which made more money than I thought it ever should. You know, my did son, watch went, it? I haven't watched it yet. I will watch it because I can watch it from home on yeah. uh, Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. Yes. And uh, but my TJ went and watched it uh, with his friends and he like he loved it. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it just. Like I saw that it made like worldwide, it made like 137 million or something. And yeah, I, like, it was like 75 internal... domestic. Yeah, eight, like no, eight, yeah, no, it was like 80, 80, 80 something, 80 something. That's million. insane. Yeah, and I'm just like, it's Five Nights at Freddy. Like, who, who today is just like, are kids still into Five Nights at Freddy? Apparently, they are, man. I, I, I am shocked. Like, yeah. Hey. It's great for my company at the end of the day, but like, <laughs> color me, color me stupid. I don't get it at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's that. We got Loki season two uh, reviews going up. Uh, one of Christian's final uh, reviews is actually for a game called Flay the Princess, which he gave um, five out of five. To. It's supposed so, to be very good. I want to give that a shot when yeah. I get a chance. Yeah, he uh, spoke really highly of that, and yeah, no, there's a. Tons of great content going up on the site. I've got interviews for For All Mankind that should be running next week. Closer is essentially closer to the launch uh, or release of the first season. And then Marvel, uh, the Marvel tabletop stuff will be happening very, very soon. I believe next week is what I'm planning for. Maybe we skip the podcast next week and we do Marvel tabletop instead. Sounds uh, good to um, me. Marvel has sent over the first expansion book as well, the Cataclysm of Kang. And so um, that has a story structure and like characters that level up as each campaign mission uh, goes through. So I really want to run through that. So I need to spend this weekend learning how to use Roll20 <laughs> so we can run through all that. Yeah, um, and let me let me know. I could probably find uh, another player or two if, oh. you, if you need. We are not short of players, but I'll right, always cool. welcome. I'll always welcome folks uh, if they want to play. All right. Uh, with all that. Um, other than that, as usual, you guys can always find the website over at theworkprint.com, uh, and our, follow us on socials over at theworkprint on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. I think that's the four. I feel like there should be a fifth, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah. yeah uh, so a lot of great content, a lot of great work going on. Uh, over at the site. Um, I will be streaming the One Piece Treasure Cup this Sunday. I think it starts at 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. oh, maybe 11. Uh, but I'll be streaming all those rounds, uh, hoping to make top 32, at least, to get all my fun goodies. Those cards are going for a lot. Like There's been a crazy, crazy market spike in opo1 opo2 cards so that sent, i sent you like yeah like that mihawk <laughs> in there 25 bucks for, for that card for some oh, that's awesome right yeah so you know if you need gas money or something just give the <laughs> just slide the one piece card to the gas attendant and just be like yeah i don't i don't play this <laughs> um yeah. 
yeah no it's um yeah um and then you guys always follow me on twitter at Bilal underscore me on uh or x whatever i barely tweet anymore yeah um, yeah yeah i you see me retweeting stuff there <laughs> yep uh as for me you can follow me at sunnyvice20 s-u-n-n-y-v-i-c-e-2-0 across pretty much all social media as i said earlier in the podcast keep an eye out on the workprint socials on this channel and on our youtube as well uh this friday evening uh hopefully fingers crossed as long as everything shows up and everything goes according to plan uh we're gonna be doing something special that i'm excited for uh Bilal. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy life uh, to join me on this podcast this week. Hey, I got to have Taco Bell before this, so I'm okay. I'm happy. Nice. What you have? Uh, they have that new steak grilled cheese burrito. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I small Taco Bell rant. Why do they keep taking away their good stuff? I just want the quesadilla. Bring back the quesadilla. Everyone loved it. Why did they get rid of it? Yeah, but they have something that's not too far off, right? They're like beefy five-layer burrito. It's very close to just a quesadilla. Yeah, yeah. and my wife has like finagled it so it can happen, but like sometimes yeah. they don't make it right. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, it's just you want to click a button and just have it ready for you. In no, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Also, why is the cost of fast food absolutely ridiculous? It's right insane now? right now. It's like it's $16 insane. I know. for a meal. and it's... I know everybody is complaining about it. Yeah, uh, but it is. Insane. You're a Wendy's. What? What about Wendy's? Scream sixteen dollars for a Coke, yeah. a fries, and a chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's it's. That's why Taco Bell's great, man. I still yeah. get cheap cheap meals, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, thank you for joining. And then, uh, <laughs> thank you everybody who hung out in the chat today. The chat was uh lively today, and it was it's fun. It's always way more fun when I can look over and, and see you guys talking and. We try to mix in what you guys are talking about as much as possible in, in the show, especially this week when it wasn't that busy. It makes it way easier, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Anybody who listens to this after the fact, thank you so much. Um, and yeah, we're gonna that wraps up the show for this week. Until next time, bye bye.